Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Mike. I'm You're gonna back, baby. Mike, I'm gonna Whoa. blow this thing up like a <laughs> son of a. <laughs> and I'll tell you why, Mike. I'll tell you why. Because you wanted the best. Well, you got the best. We're right here. They tried to bring up the band, but no way. We're going all the way. We love you guys, and thank you so much for asking to have us back together. It is our pleasure to bring to you the Jay and Dan Podcast. Woo! Yeah! Woo! Joel wow. Platt, everybody. Great to see you, my friend. Why do you have nail polish on your toes? That's a good question. It's from my uh, right daughters. My daughters uh, did uh, my toes. Would you let? Did I discuss? Would you let you that happen? That will be bleeped out. Everything bleeped oh, out. You thanks, can say. Mike. Okay, so Mark Pryor. Mark Pryor was rehab uh, starting for the Cubs in Tempe. I was in extended spring training. You remember when he was going through all yep. the injury, oh, yeah. you know, uh, all that stuff. The guy throws like effortless gas. Yeah, totally effortless. It's the smoothest delivery of all time with those enormous calves. I'm not joking about the calves, by the way. You think <laughs> I'm joking? His calves are enormous, yeah. right? Uh, like Landry's biceps. And so here he comes, and they finally tell us before the game, they're like, listen, we need him to just pitch 20 pitches per inning. It's just an extended spring training game. So what we're going to do is whether he gets four outs, five outs, one outs, he's throwing just 20 pitches, and then we'll switch. And we're like, oh, that's great. And then Skip kind of walks away. And he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, he's not throwing any breaking balls. <laughs> We're all like, oh, great. great. So Mark Pryor is <laughs> going to throw just fastballs 20 times for like four innings. Easy. I'm like, awesome. It's beautiful. I'm a fastball hitter. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's going to be a good day. You know, I'm like getting the pine tar. I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> and so I walk up there, and, and even from the side, you could tell like a very smooth delivery, but the ball kind of exploded out of his hands. And, and everyone would come back, and they were like, man, it was hard to pick up. And I was like – it's a fastball. How hard can it be? You know, you're a loser. Uh, I don't know what, what's wrong with you. Uh, you know, guys, a couple base hits, foul off here. You know, guy like struck out swinging. You're like, what a dork. Yeah, hey, hey, strikeout guy against the fastballs. <laughs> you should probably pack it in and quit. And so I get in there, and I'm like, all right, let's see what this guy has got. You know, come on. What do we think this really is? It's all fastballs. And I get in there, and I'm not joking. This son of a <laughs> kicked his big-ass calf up there, and before, like, the next thing I knew, the catcher's mitt popped. Yeah. I was just like, whap! And I was like, oh, my, oh my God. Was that a fastball or a scud missile? Yeah. That just passed me right down the middle. But you got the timing down. That and second so pitch, you're I, like, ready. I knew in, in, inside I was crying. Outwardly, I was like, act like you didn't like it. So I was just like, stepped out of the box, you know, like hit the dirt off my cleats. Like, yeah, I saw it. You know, yeah. No big deal. Come on. Let's throw that again. Play ball. Here we go. Next pitch. Smooth delivery. Big ass calf right in my face. And now I'm like, oh, my God, I better start swinging, like, right when his calf is up there. And sure enough, here he comes with the fastball. I swing out of my ass. Hits <laughs> <laughs> the gloves. Oh, my God, I got no shot. I haven't even seen it. It looks like 
he throws the ball, and then like a cartoon little like turbo jet <laughs> comes out of the ball. It's like, <laughs> you know, fire flies by me. I feel like I'm in a Wiley Coyote movie. Oh, and two. Yeah. Now I'm thinking to myself, if I'm the that strikes out in three pitches <laughs> to Mark Pryor throwing only fastballs. No, you totally don't even get a piece. Three pitches. <laughs> <Lazy>. <laughs> And that's when you switched to football? Yeah, how long after that did you... <laughs> and th this is your safe place. Is there a food in which the uh, night before a race you had it, the next day you're like, that was a bad choice. <laughs> that was a bad choice. And now you know I can never have that before a race. Growing up in El Cajon, California and eating in all those taco shops, I think helped kind of... <laughs> Fortify the, the stomach. Cast effect. iron yeah. stomach. I'm, yeah. I'm rock solid, yeah. <laughs> so no, like just wearing a diaper in the car, just the concept of that seems logical to me. But no, that's not going to happen for you. <laughs> no, maybe a few years from now. Hey, forties. <laughs> right, right, depends. Right. Depends. Right there on there the hood. Is. Adult diapers. It's perfect. No, you just a couple hours before the race. Right. No moss. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair and enough. a pre-game, a pre-race meal. Do you have a pre-race go-to? Uh, carbs. It, whatever. Whatever my wife makes or I kind of put together, just load up on some carbs for the day. Nothing. Has your diet specific. changed since you become a triathlete? Uh, more carbs. More carbs. Yes. I couldn't you believe you it. We, fuel. we saw you. Um, we were all rehearsing for the, uh, the NASCAR awards, and you, came, you were in jogging gear, so you're constantly just working out. Well, I was getting ready for an event that uh, took place in early January, so I was kind of in the, the heart of the mileage then and had to run 15 that day, which absolutely <sighs> sucked because we were in Vegas, and, of course, the night before I had to go out for a little bit. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I got my miles in, and I had my event, and it went well. Uh, did a 70.3 in Naples in early January. So Is that wow. good? I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's a half We're Iron not Man, athletes, So Jim. it's just the <laughs> distance. <laughs> it's the way they talk about it. It's the way yeah. those triathlete geeks talk about um, the distances. That's very cool, though. I, like, Thanks. Overall, you're, <laughs> you're so <laughs> sincere. <laughs> I always sound like a sarcastic <laughs> gave compliments. I really do. Speaking of that banquet, is that the, maybe the longest award show ever? In, yes, ever yeah, in the history yeah. of award shows. We, we got to present <laughs> at it this year, and they put us on first because no one knew who we were, and we appreciated that. And then, uh, and then it seemed it was like a, it was like three weddings in one. There was food served, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then Florida performed. It was very unusual. Very, I mean, it, have you ever talked to them about shortening <laughs> it up? Maybe a little bit. You know, bit? that was the best and shortest awards. Oh, really? That really? was the short yeah. version. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Because in the past, they allowed all ten drivers to have a form formal speech on stage, oh and this gosh. year, I think. I don't know. It was only down to like four, maybe that had a chance to talk on right, stage. Right, right. And then and Guy you talk about came out. Right. Yeah. And Jimmy, this and, is and watching us ten up there try to read a teleprompter and make it sound. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's painful. It's painful yeah. or amusing. Depends <laughs> yeah, on I was going to say. In. I think I might be entertained. Yeah. So, without a word of a lie, we saw Guy in the uh, in the the back uh, avocado or whatever the the green room, and he Guy Fieri. Yes, we came out, did our awards thing, came back and saw him. He says, "Guys, why don't you go to my restaurant?" You can go, have some drinks, have some food, come back, and it still won't be over. We're like, yeah, whatever. We came back. He still hadn't been on. <laughs> hadn't been up. <laughs> and he was significantly drunker at that point. He had consumed you know, a lot of tequila. That's, yeah. that's a good man. Yeah, I, I happened is. to see him later that night, and he was still running strong. Yeah, he was still going for it. His stamina is impressive. Uh, uh, can I tell you a little bit, just before we get off this uh, Wynn Hotel topic, uh, my wife and I went there over the weekend, and we, we got a couple's massage. Ooh. That's on a spice of meatball. <laughs> <laughs> but my wife's uh, pregnant, so she got a pregnancy massage. Where it's boring. I think you just lie on your side and they rub your 
bum hole or something. They don't massage the baby? No, no, they don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I, th- I asked the same question. I thought maybe they rubbed the tummy a little bit, but they don't do that. But uh, but I said to my wife, can because I, I saw it, she's like, why don't you get a massage? I'm like, yes, I will. And then I see all the lists of massage. I see four hands massage. <laughs> so I got the old four-hander. It was f- Is it two great. people and they each use their hands, or is it four people that. they each use one hand? Well, it, it's two women, okay, and I thought it would be random. I thought it would be like one working the shoulders, one working the, the thighs, one working the feet, Bigger one working the, on the scalp. <laughs> uh, it was coordinated. It was like a dance. It was like Cirque du Soleil. It was, it was so coordinated, but the scariest thing was it was all great. I'm on my stomach, and they're doing the back, and... And then I turn. They're like, turn around. I'm like, oh boy. Cause, oh, no, no. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, like that's it's tough enough for me to not get an erection. <laughs> to not get an erection. You sneeze and you get an erection. Yeah, exactly. So, so I'm thinking, okay, what's gonna happen here? Like, maybe it won't be. You know, it's not sensual. My, my wife's like right there getting oh, massaged no. by another woman. So they're both, and they're both young, attractive women. So they start off by lifting the towel off my legs right up to my balls. Like it's so basically I'm wearing a loincloth and then they slowly each at the same time slide their hands up my legs toward my inner thigh and just borderline to my balls, like right border to balls, sliding it up at the same time. I was thinking the whole time, weirdly enough, about Nick Kiprios. Why? <laughs> because I couldn't think of anything else that would make me not get an erection more than Nick so Kiprios. Kipper, boner killer. Boner killer Kipper. Yeah. <laughs> we love Kipper, by the way. He's yeah, a good he's a really guy. Nice guy. Um, but yeah, I just couldn't think. I just wanted to think of the least attractive human. Did it work? Human. It did. Yeah. Oh, wow. And Kipper killed that boner. Uh, during the forehand massage, where's Steve Wynn during this? He's like, hey, you like that massage? <laughs> He's standing there. He stands right beside you. He's like, you like that massage? Does he tuck you in? This is this is a pretty nice massage, isn't it? He's like, I, I get in- the same massage every night. I live in this hotel. I got nothing else to do. <laughs> He's such a hilarious guy. <laughs> Steve Wynn. Speaking of former A-listers, Dan and I were out for lunch today with, with a friend. Oh, this is great. <clears throat> and uh, Toolsy all of a sudden's like, hey, be cool. <laughs> Uh, Don Johnson at the table right over there. Yeah, so we got eyes on Don Johnson. I took the wrong turn. If I had never taken the wrong turn to the restroom, I would have never seen him. He yeah. looks like a million bucks. He looks fantastic, I got to say, because he's probably 60 Yeah, now? 60, yeah. Yeah. He was great in Django. He looks fantastic. What he a really guy. Does. Yeah, and so he was just having, you know, he, well, he had the shades on in the restaurant. Only he he just put him on just halfway. Th- he didn't have them on during lunch. Right, right, but he's leaving. He puts them on there. And then the other night, my parents were, were in town from Palm Springs, and uh, we sit down at a restaurant in Venice, and uh, I see an a, a older gentleman walk by me, and I look up. I'm like, oh, man, that, that's him. He sits right beside us. So I pull the old, because <laughs> I'm, I'm like to my wife, do you have a pen? I have to write something. She's like, just put it on your phone, moron. So then I write on my phone, Tom Brokaw at the next what? table. So he was out with his wife and his daughter, and they were having dinner next to us. And I was like, hey, well, I'm going to have the fish. <laughs> I'm going to have the Brussels sprouts on the side and the fish. Oh, hey. NBC News, Tom Brown. Have you heard that CKDJ uh, stuff? I really love that. Jane Dan podcast is great stuff. NBC Nightly News, I'm Tom Brokaw. So, but my mom, of course, because I said to her, 
in the little email, I wrote a little email and then handed her the phone. <laughs> I said, I, you got to look at this. I said, be cool, all right? Like, don't stare at him the whole time. She stared at him the whole <laughs> time. She's just eating and she's like staring at him. Like, hey, what, who's that good looking guy? What did he order? Yeah, they had, we had the fish and some pasta. <laughs> what a guy. Give him a box of Twinkies and this guy's ready to roll. <laughs> Uh, I'm broke off. Thanks for talking. Oh, McMorris? Should we bring him in? Okay. So they don't have like a, a regular Ven in Sochi now. No, um, <laughs> I think you guys destroyed the place. <laughs> well, a couple. Oh, here it is, buddy. You know the song? Experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is let's, it. Let's, let's let this one really breathe like a little. Song. We really do. I don't know why we like it so much. We played it for John Ryan when we interviewed him. Well, Rose Bowl, not in the Rose Bowl. Oh, I but it's not? It's not? No, it's actually where the flea market, like, you know, oh, yeah. The, yeah, right oh, there. Let's right. take a left at the flea market, and then you'll find it. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, got that. We're going to be jumping in 80-degree weather, which should be interesting. That's, so what do you, you just go shirtless? I don't know. <laughs> I know Adam's like, do you want to bring your jacket today? I was like. I don't think I can wear it. I don't, I don't think that would be appropriate in this weather um, right now. No, I think probably long sleeve and um, pin her down the, the run in and off the jump. Just so where do they town. get all the snow from? Where, how's this process? Um, apparently they have these things now that it's like a dome and they just blow snow in there and then put it on the on the ramp. But it's a lot they have to make. And I don't even know how it stays there all day in the <laughs> hot weather. But So you realize that's what they're going to have to do in Beijing because the Olympics are going to be in Beijing in like 2022 or something. Yeah, like and possibly South Korea next year. Right, right. So they're going to need or that. No, snow. not next year, next time. Whenever it is, 20, mm -hmm. 2018 or whatever. Can you believe we were all in Sochi and we all survived? We survived. All we did was eat McDonald's and drink vodka every day. I know. It's I think most people did that there. <laughs> I was on a bit of a different sketch, but um, I'm glad you guys survived. Did you guys enjoy your time there? We put on yes. literally 42 pounds each. <laughs> because we were so fat. The food was so back. bad, we just ate the McDonald's every day. Yeah, I think I might have even saw you guys have a coffee and Bailey's at one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's how we started the day. The only thing is, though, if you got Bailey's there, that would have been like $200 because any name brand <laughs> North American product. So you had to drink like... Igor's Feliz yep. instead of Bailey's. <laughs> Is that the knockoff it's Russian? It's a fine Igor's, Russian liquor. Igor's Feliz. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Daytona 500 winner, Joey Logano. Yeah, yeah baby! It's a soundproof room. It's a soundproof we room. We just realized. Oh, Come on in. You're right in the middle, buddy. Joey, we just realized it was a soundproof room, so you couldn't <laughs> hear it. Uh, let's really take good. a gander at that ring. Yeah. Look at that bad boy. Look at that. Wow. That is sweet. Congratulations yeah, on that. Congrats, Thank you. Man. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank Very you. cool. Very cool. Appreciate it. Lead us through that. So you're leading the Daytona 500 right near the end. I would be shaking and so nervous because I stand over I a putt. Was. I stand over a putt with my buddies, and I'm like, okay, there's 20 bucks on the line. My <laughs> knees are knocking. I can't imagine what's going through your head at that moment. It was, you know, it was one of the craziest parts is that, you know, the caution comes out with a few laps to go. And then there's a red flag. They red flag the race. Now we're yeah. sitting there, and it's just quiet on the radio. I could tell my whole team must be as nervous as me because they're not <laughs> saying anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm like, I'm just going to throw up in my helmet here in a minute. So I'm like, this is not good. And, uh, you know, eventually we started talking and, um, you know, came up with a game plan for, for the last few laps and be able to, you know, 
get the big trophy at the end of that thing. It's that unbelievable. Cool. Really and cool. then your dad had to chase you down. He's like, <laughs> like, like, at what point were you like, all right, dad, I get it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Just glad he didn't fall and hurt himself <laughs> right. or something like that. He had to go so over. far. It was like, I, know oh, I was getting worried about him. It's a big track. Yeah. Is there a, half miles. Is there a moment where it sinks in? Did it sink in right after you win the race or is it sinking two days later where you wake up? I'm like, I'm a freaking Daytona 500 champ. It sinks in. I thought it sunk in right when it happened. You yeah. know, I mean, it's like, you know what it is. You know, you're running the race. When you start the race, you know it's a Daytona 500. Like, and when you win it, you know you want it. <laughs> Your nickname, do you like it? Slice bread? I've been called worse than that, so I go with it. If you had a nickname to pick. It probably wouldn't be that. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably the only but person like, ever, ever have like, bread in your nickname. I know. I like bread. Bread's good. You're the greatest Please. thing sandwiches. Since, I like. I mean, you're the greatest thing since. I like bread. I like bread. <laughs> Who doesn't? By um, the way, we we've talked about uh, toilet paper quality. Last time we talked about it was we? in Russia. We did. Yeah, in Russia. <laughs> so I have a runny nose every podcast. I had to bring uh, some toilet paper. This is the lowest grade toilet paper I have ever seen. That's like army toilet paper. Oh, I see things aren't going well in L.A. for you. <laughs> I'm concerned that you have a drug problem that you're hiding from all nope, of I'm us. I'm going to the allergist tomorrow. Yeah, the allergist. Is that code for drug dealer? It's you all crack cocaine. <laughs> it's all coming to an end tomorrow. No more drippy nose O'Toole. Okay. Unfortunately, I think your request Wait. fell on deaf ears. Why is there a pube on the desk? Mike Botticello shaving his nuts. I sleep in here now. What the fuck are Seriously, you guys doing? Botticello, is that one of your pubes? What are you guys doing? Oh, why, why am I touching yeah, it? Why, why don't you just touch Botticello's pubes? Seriously, what the <laughs> are you guys doing in here? You just touched Mike's pubes. Oh, I see things aren't going well in L.A. for you. Do uh, we have his hand sanitizer nope. in Nope. No. We got, oh, yeah. Oh, guys, I'm just clean. grab the hand sanitizer. <laughs> Can someone just grab that? Yeah, we barely have a studio. <laughs> so so they shoot porn in here. We get money from that. That makes up the, the podcast budget. Well, yep. here's speaking of podcast budgets, Dan. Big, big news. Ooh. In just a few minutes, the return of Engineer Jim. Oh, this is delicious. Big. This is going to be huge. Wow. And he's actually, so he's doing actual work right now. Yes. Th- in this, in our old studio. Uh, yes. On this podcast. All right, so CKDJ, here we go. Let's get right into it. Uh, a glimpse into my past, training to be a broadcaster. Okay, good luck. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait till I'm finished chewing. <laughs> There's nothing better than a wool Peter heater. What? what? A wool Peter heater? Is it something you put on your d- I guess so. Is that like a toque for your That's like That's something we should pitch Shark to Shark Tank. A CKDJ mug. Whoa! Yeah, we'll get right on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a <laughs> burnout. <laughs> Yo, get right on that one. That's... <laughs> I don't what know. about a head in a box? Well, that's always been a... Uh, I mean... It. Jack in the box. <laughs> Were you Hello? baked? <laughs> oh my God. Have you been smoking a massive, massive joint? Jack in the box. Well, that's always a, a good gift, I guess, if you like those. Dead bodies? <laughs> what is wrong uh, That's with another you? good idea that you could use, I guess. Um, I know uh, my grandma really likes getting I'm Dan O'Toole. I'll be with you till the top of the hour today. we got some great tunes coming up. But first, we're going to start things off with Monster Magnet and... Look to your orb for the warning. Why do I talk like I'm a Why are you, why are you talking like you're whispering wait, to the audience? Wait. 
Come on, anytime. Why are you whispering? What are you whispering for? Why are you using that ridiculous voice? I don't know. What is wrong with you? <laughs> a lot of things. Supergrass on 96.9 CKDJ. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Supergrass on 96.9 CKDJ. 96.9 CKDJ. Well, folks, well, this is my first time here at... On the Ottawa's airwaves. So. <laughs> and it only got worse from here. That's how I started. 96.9. First time you ever. It's 96.9. <laughs> I hope you didn't tell any of your friends and family to listen. I probably right? did. Oh and then he laughs like, oh, I can't believe I made that mistake. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, well, I'm casual about it. Don't worry, though. <laughs> Let me whisper some of the news in your ear. Let me tell you it's my first time so you don't judge. <laughs> don't um, judge me. It's 96.9. <laughs> DJ. <laughs> well, folks, well, this is my first time here at on the Ottawa's Airwaves, so hopefully <laughs> you'll have a airwaves. fun time joining me here. We've got a good show planned for you. we got some good groups, uh, Blur coming up, uh, Sandbox, Manic Sandbox. Street Sandbox. Sandbox. So yeah, they were hopefully good. you'll have a good time joining us here. And coming up hopefully. next, hopefully. we have a group out of Toronto. <laughs> called oh, I'd wait, like to know. Oh, out of Tulsi. <laughs> Vomiting up the carpet. Here, Can we go and back? coming up next, we have a group out of Toronto <laughs> called Supergrass. <laughs> oh God! We have a group out of Toronto <laughs> called Supergrass. Oh with I wow! Like this is unbelievable. Supergrass on Ottawa's new music, ninety-six point nine CKDJ. That's clean. Well, if you're that sticking around the campus this weekend yeah, or tonight, there's some things going on. Well, the Red Cross is coming. They're holding a blood donor clinic. <laughs> wow, sounds like a raucous, Their raucous goal is to time. Get 150 donors. So, yeah, yeah that's hanging really around campus this. Knowledge, <laughs> <laughs> but you can't blood if you've done blow in the last week. <laughs> And it's if you're all guaranteed to be a good time. If you're time. looking for something to do, the Red Cross is accepting blood. <laughs> Desserts. And, well, also coming to Burt's Bar, Amateur Week. Amateur Week. Oh. If you're interested in playing or doing some comedy, anything. Oh, anything. We'll take anyone. We'll call Julie Dixon at 727. Give Julie a call. You can donate blood if you want. I'll say. 5148. <laughs> or drop by the athletic New thing department they're doing down at the comedy club. And During the set, you you'll give blood. Yeah, that's right. Management Everybody SNM. gives a pint. S&M? Fans? What is that? What was that? Student management S&M fans. And for all you security management S&M Pub tonight at Spodio. Security and in management was called the S and M program. Are you serious? All right, you S and M students, get into the game show. S and M. Everybody into the gang shower. First of all, those bring of your you masks. That are paying to become security and management <laughs> majors. Yeah, that's right. Rather than just going out and putting on a yellow coat. What does that mean? Like, oh my god. Wow. So there you, you know, go. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. These kids have problems, folks, and it just kind of shows what kind of youth is living today. That bothers me so much that I'm doing a fake laugh. Ho <laughs> ho! I'm CK DJ, Ottawa's new music. I bet you, I bet you Pat wouldn't have got that wrong on the buzzer. <laughs> Patrick just it's resigned. Pat, Pat's very upset. On Ottawa's new music, 96.9 oh. CK DJ.
It's 310. Good afternoon. I'm Dan O'Toole with you on this cold day. If you're inside, stay there. It's chilly. Complete <laughs> forecast at the bottom of the hour. But first, we're going to listen to some great tunes. We've got a Crash 13 coming up. The I'll rentals. Package, you stop for some, a <laughs> some great tunes. Great. Can we get that? Great tunes. Honey, I've got to go to the, the hospital. No, he said stay in. Well, tonight, for all you legal assistants <laughs> and all you people needing legal assistance, you might want to go to the legal assistant and regulatory law pub tonight at Stony Mondays. <laughs> Don't forget school for one night at least. Come on and party. It's only three bucks, and it's guaranteed to be a great time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you're, 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 there's your crutch. And it's almost guaranteed to be a good time. Say, I didn't say almost. Say it is guaranteed. Yeah, you're... You're locking down that guarantee a bit more now. You're a little more sure of yourself. Three bucks, and it's guaranteed to be a great time. You know those legal assistants really know how to whoop it up, I hear. (laughs) Ottawa's new music, 96.9. We'll keep it going with a band just from down the road in Brockville. Here's Zipper Belly and Sunshine. (laughs) Ottawa's new music, 96.9. CK DJ. Hey, that was a good break. Straight into point. What happened to Zipper Belly? Next piece is of note for you bar hoppers this Christmas. Operation Red Nose is back. Mm. If you don't know, it's a program developed to get those who've lifted a few too many. (laughs) (laughs) Go back. Go back. (laughs) Lifted a few too many. I can't wait. For all the lifted a few too many tweets. Hey, guess what I did tonight, Dan? I lifted a two few too many. Lifted a few too many, did ya? Well, I was doing something the other day oh that no. I'll go. admit it, I'm very good at. I was watching TV. <laughs> I was clicking through the channels, wondering what I was gonna eat. I, uh, well, clicked onto this one commercial. You've all seen it. It's a cereal commercial. Well, the guy takes a bite of cereal. And he's going nuts. I mean, the guy's moaning, he's groaning, the eyes are closed. Is it just me, or would this guy be the most annoying person to eat beside in the history of the world? If he goes this nuts over some wheat, what the heck's he going to do over some chocolate cake? For, forget sex, buddy. Give him a box of Twinkies, and this guy's ready to roll. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a disaster. Give him a box of Twinkies. How am I writing that bit and saying this is <laughs> this good? This is it. This is the one that's going to get me the gig. Had I forget ever spoken sex, to another another forget, human? Yeah, forget sex, Had buddy. I ever heard a joke before? Forget sex, buddy. <laughs> Give him a box really... of Twinkies, and this guy's ready to roll. Well, let's get into that right now. First of all, tell us where you went right out of high okay. school. You go fresh out of high school into... Fresh out of high school, 18-year-old from Arvada, Colorado, and uh, here I am in just Peoria, Arizona, and that's right. where... The Padres, who I was with, uh, do their spring training. And so I was in extended spring training getting ready for the short season single A baseball. And uh, it was it was pretty remarkable uh, what I saw my very first day of pro baseball. Yeah, so you got <laughs> Liter- literally you, the first day. You have to tell us about this. You get you're in like the, the locker room with the fellas. Yes. And so, um, you know, I mean, Arvada, Colorado is not the the most diverse place I've ever been <laughs> right. in my right. in my life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's it's between Boulder and Denver. Right. Right. You get it. Yeah. Okay. So we go down there, and and obviously there's players from all over the country, um, and and all over the world, especially Latin America. A lot of the players were from the Dominican Republic, and, and obviously that their country is is a great. Uh, you know, breeding ground for wonderful players that yep. we've seen come up into the major leagues, and the Padres had a system down there, and so there were uh, several Dominican players there. And the very first day, you know, listen, 
I went to high school in the late nineties in Arvada. We didn't have we didn't gang shower, you know? Right. Like we didn't shower together. We would like just get in our cars and go home yeah. after a baseball game right. or whatever. Yeah. Get back in your Honda Civic and just get yeah, out. Of exactly, yeah, exactly. You know, and, and you know, my buddy's dad would get back in his Yaris. Yeah. Was right. that even around in the I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe not. I don't even know. Something like that. A Corolla maybe. So the very first day, I'm like getting myself geared up, you know, during like BP and everything. We're practicing for the gang shower. For, for like, I'm like, hey man, it, it is gonna go down. Yeah, this tonight, is like, serious. It's on. Oh, no. I am gonna be naked with men displaying my penis in front of the other men. Yeah, you know, I was like, you know, you go through the like constant back and forth. Is it? I don't. I've never seen an. Ah, I guess I'm gonna find out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so we get into the locker room. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Good. This is you, good. You just keep it going. Yeah, keep it going. Keep that, so keep it we get into the locker room, and I'm like pumping myself up in my locker. I'm like sitting there, you know, kind of like taking my not shirt stroking off. your penis. No. Okay. Well, you said pumping yourself up. I didn't know if you wanted to no. go in like no half alert. Just I didn't fully erect. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I threw down a cup of Viagra, and I was like, this is going to get the boys going. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, this is, I mean, this is it. I'm 18 years old. It's going to be my first, you know, gang shower. I'm like, my God. Please don't call it that. I like it. What do it's you good. Want me to call it? A mass You're shower? A gang. Yeah, because a that's mass. better. Because that's better, Dan. Yeah, exactly, Dan. A mass a ma- it's a gang shower. Here I am going into my first mass shower. <laughs> I've never heard someone refer to it as a gang shower. Well, a mass shower sounds Catholic, Dan. So hey, I'm yes, avo- sir. <laughs> okay, okay, so, so sorry. here I am, ready to go. Towel, shower shoes, because we don't want to get fungus. No, I don't, you don't want athletes. No, you don't want that. And, and I walk in, and man, I mean, everything they say is, is true. Yeah. You know, and, and the Dominican guys in particular, uh, the, I mean, just like... <laughs> Right, and I was just like. So you just turned and you turned and ran? No, I didn't turn and run. I was like, I mean, hey, it's you know, you can't listen. You can't walk into the shower with the towel and turn around and walk out. That is way worse. Way way worse. worse. Yeah, way worse. You got it. You've committed. You will forever be labeled the guy that walked in and out. Don't want to be that guy. Just say, I'm just gonna wait till you guys are finished. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't sit there like outside on a stool with a towel. I'm just waiting till you guys are done. Don't worry. Can't do that. Yeah, exactly. So I'm there. I am soaping up, you know, washing my face. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Rinse off as quickly as I can, and I just hear from behind me. You know, the shower's not any bigger than this room, and I just hear this loud, gregarious laugh. Because especially the Dominican culture, like loudest person in the room talks. You know, nothing wrong with it, but that's just kind of like how they work. And so I just hear this. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> <laughs> like, who is belly laughing in my first gang shower? Maybe the greatest laugh I've ever heard. What, what is going on? And so I like rinse my eyes off and I kind of like peek over my left shoulder. Not right, Jay. <laughs> yeah, left shoulder. Always key. And <laughs> one of our guys was sitting there, hands on his hips, belly laughing urinating on the other player in front of him. 
just peeing on his leg. <laughs> that guy has soap in his face, and so he's trying to like wash off, but he can't feel it. So he's like, right. "Why is this guy laughing What's right so next funny? to me?" You know, I, I'm in a warm shower. I don't feel him giving me the golden variety. <laughs> so he finally gets the soap out of his eyes, looks at him, still belly laughing. <laughs> Start throwing blows. Oh no! God is my witness. First gang shower of my life, <laughs> and there is a fight going on five feet from me in, in a mass shower. And, guys, when I tell you, I mean, <laughs> listen, let me get these wires. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was slinging around. Like it was basically like shower over. <laughs> Shower God. over. You can't be the guy that walks in and out, but you can be the guy that leaves a gang fight in the shower. You I can agree. leave that early. I, I, think that's a, I think that's an appropriate time. I had, one I question had suds I have. like seeping down <laughs> my leg. It's all soaked like, up. You're right into your car. Just uh, like, shit. You know what? One that's, question I have this about. is crazy. One question I have about the gang shower. Yeah. Or mass shower. Why were you and your teammate that was being peed on so fixated on washing your face. There was a lot of soap in the face. I never get soap in my fa- near my eyes. You do you even wash your face? Happenstance. Obviously, I don't like shower the whole time with soap yeah. in my face, Dan. <laughs> the whole like I don't shower. How, I how don't long take are you a ten your minute shower with my eyes closed. Like but it takes I'm, a second to wash. Don't your worry, face. Dan. I'm just washing my <laughs> eyelids. Quick preview. So these are I, again. My friend uh, Ian Taylor used to work for. Um, well, now he's running Maple Music, but he used to work for a company that bought films like this, Lavantula. They These are real movies, so when they can't sell it at all the film festivals like Toronto and Berlin and New York and all that, they finally come to this one and say, hey, guys, someone, please buy this. It's Netflix? A, it's a lava-spewing tarantula. So let me just quickly give you the, the description. Yeah, I love this. Thank you very much, Patrick. After a dormant <laughs> volcano erupts miles outside of Los Angeles. Okay, maybe not the best music. This is Disney music. Yeah, this is like the Bambi, the Bambi trailer. After a, <laughs> a, after a dormant volcano erupts outside Los Angeles, something within the molten hot lava is awakened. Birthed from the bowels of the earth itself, arachnid-like creatures with an obsidian black exoskeleton <laughs> swarm out, spewing web-like lava at their victims burning them in an instant, then immediately cooling and encasing them in stone <laughs> until they're ready to break open rock and feed. And when a second eruption sends lava bubbling forth from the La Brea tar pits in the middle of L.A., these hellish creatures encroach onto the unsuspecting city. One man, Michael Collins, a washed-up former A-list action star, suddenly finds himself the real-life hero as he's forced to use his on-screen character's know-how to save the entire city from being victims to the most horrifying villains you couldn't write any better. If the lava was in the bodies of the... Would the lava not wreck apart their innards? Lavantula! Uh, what, little... What was it? Little... <laughs> little sketch. Little sketch. Little sketch. Yeah. That's cool. Was that a real band or not? <laughs> no. No. That's a good name. Maybe you should start a band DJ called Little, little sketch. sketch. Done. Token soldier. <laughs> <laughs> real or fake? I think that was fake, too. Pilgrim oh. planet. <laughs> fake. Yeah. Ah. Remember the day. I don't know. I don't have a clue. <laughs> no clue. Uh, so play. long, my time here is up. We gotta do <laughs> that again. See ya. See ya next week.